0: Living in a scientific age, we need citizens who know enough about science to make intelligent decisions about what they do. We've used science to to prolong life, to increase security and happiness. But it can also be used for destruction. Are we going to use it constructively? It'll be up to you. And you too. Todd, how long has it been?
1: <laughs> it has been a minute or so. <laughs> it's been a minute. I yeah. don't know, a month? I don't know. Yeah. We at least did Portland at the Movies last month, so it yeah. hasn't been too long.
0: I was uh, I was looking through the history of Academy Award movies. Oh, sure. And I, I was really noticing how many... Movies about menstruation there are that have won Best Picture. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, I, I did not. That you was did, an area of, of pop yeah. culture I was not aware of. The Academy loves period pieces. <laughs> oh, don't we have a bigger laugh? Let's just get all the laughs going. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. One that of was neat. good.
1: <laughs> I did it. Oh, no, it's never going to stop. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to stop it. Well, I'll tell you a joke that then one of the kids in Sunday school told me this morning. Oh, sorry. Everyone's turning on me. Oh, my gosh. Um, why did the poop cross the road? I don't know. Because the chicken stepped in it. <laughs> okay, seriously, I don't know how to get this to There we go. Sorry. I'm a little rusty. It's been oh, so long. So
0: how yes. have you been? There's been so many things going on in the world and and in our lives and everything. So we we spent this last uh, uh part of the week in uh Sun River out by Bend, Oregon. Yeah, at oh, nice the Home Baking Association oh, uh, right, right, right. annual conference. Nick's dream job. Nick's dream job and or my dream job, I guess, that Nick has. <laughs> Nick has. Uh and uh and so that was that was fun and interesting. That's a National organization that brings all the kind of ingredient manufacturers like Gold Medal flour and Clabber Girl and all this together, as well as authors and you know, anybody who who has a voice in teaching, uh, kind of what we used to know as home economics, uh, which they now call life skills or something like that, or sciences and something, yeah. Like I'm terrible women's work yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and so that was fun um, and we've just been doing a lot of stuff around the house and work has been really busy and all of the things
1: It's a weird transitional yeah. time of the year yeah. and I realized that all all of last year for school like I was gearing up okay Collins family's moving away and then then after that I knew okay there's a big um, a, my big notebook show that I had to make a bunch of stuff for and um what was the other thing that oh and I was house-sitting for like two weeks right, right before that so like all summer was building under that and, and knowing and, that I was starting school and my internship and all of that. Rental gaming expo and happened yeah of that yeah and yeah. that was and so I realized now that I'm past that I forgot to ever look any further than that because that was always the <laughs> right. focus and now I'm here I'm like oh oh I there's... still have to keep going <laughs> <laughs> things didn't just stop
0: because I right. forgot to look forward right so, uh, we have a new listener. Uh, we now call them out by name individually. Well, I've got one too <laughs> uh, So jennica is uh, my business partner brett's girlfriend and uh, nice. we were, we we're talking about portland movies And then I got it. and i'm like, well, which which one were you listening to mark and toddcast or Por-? She's like the bark and toddcast. What is that? And uh, Well, it's so,
1: so funny that you mentioned that because I was at retro gaming convention, right? And, uh, so the way it usually goes, I'm usually there with Brian, the Unipiper and, and I help him with his table and I get to sell my VHS notes, notebooks there. And whenever Brian goes to wheel around or get food or whatever, people will come up and, and ask, ask me, Ooh, are are you the Unipiper? And I always have to tell them, no, he just (laughs) stepped away and they get all disappointed and I feel like a (laughs) failure and blah, blah, blah. And, um, two people came up to us. Um, well, one as they were talking with Brian i kind of said something to it's in the conversation and they stopped and they were like are you mark middleton <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kidding <laughs> and then you have to be all disappointed that would be amazing
1: <laughs> but he they he's he stopped and goes portland at the movies and i was like yes <laughs> And so he's like, oh, I'm a listener to that. And two, two different people told us that. And then Brian was talking to somebody and I saw this other guy kind of doing the side eye thing that it's like, yeah, they're waiting for their moment to go talk to Brian, ask him where he is. And, and he, but he was looking at me. And the most inexplicable – and and so already twice there was the Portland of the movie things. And so I, I'm i thinking like Nick is putting <laughs> strangers up to something for a Nick joke just to mess with me. Because one of those Portland of the movies um, listeners who I believe it was Adam. Uh, there was somebody I met that was Adam and I can't remember which one um, he was. But um, was not familiar at all with the Mark and Todd cast, which I thought was a weird route to take. Because he was also familiar with Fun Employment Radio and like all of that. And I was like, well yeah. – Whoever our marketing team on the market podcast really needs a, but that other person that was eyeing me came up and said, Dr. RIP P? Nice. and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. How on earth do you know that? He's like, Oh, I'm just subscriber to your channel. And it was so surreal. And again, I was like, Nick, Nick, <laughs> to Nick takes off the costume. I knew it but yeah doing retro gaming convention was always super fun yep. and you were able to come to yeah. and see see all the things there are to see so um
0: is does, does that exist in other places or or is it just a portland specific i forget thing?
1: to look it up every time but i think it must be a rarer thing because every time we'll meet someone like i'm from ohio or like some some guy right. was talking to brian that was from like washington dc and stuff like that so i think if it is somewhere else this is the established big one i think which is really cool it's one of the biggest ones that they have in the yeah. in the um in so, the convention center so it's always lots of fun yes and, and this i forgot to take out cuz i was like we don't have time to talk about this but i wrote it down for some reason i can't remember where but somebody i was watching some video and the host was like well and you know how photons don't experience time and i was like <laughs> well i don't know that <laughs> and you can't just keep moving on now as if we all knew that. So, is that something yeah. that how, yeah, how that doesn't make any sense. So,
0: <laughs> it doesn't. Uh so <laughs> when when we talk about things at the subatomic level, everything breaks down really weirdly, uh you know, with quantum mechanics. Right. And so are uh,
1: then photons are subatomic particles.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. They they but also sometimes waves. They're kind of a wavicle of, of sorts. And so uh, whether it's being observed or not depends, you know, determines what it is. Okay, Schrodinger's, yeah. Schrodinger's particle. Right. And um, as something approaches the speed of light, its relative uh, existence of time to things that aren't at that, that speed slow down. So if you take two twins, they were conceived at the same instant you know their egg was was split at the same time uh, and you sent one to the nearest star uh, <laughs> at 90% of the speed of light and uh, goes there comes back. That person will be like 22 years old while the other one is 37. Or something like, like Okay. Uh, I like because... the thought of
1: the twins like the, the mom being experienced, like <laughs> one of them is just like bursting out of <laughs> out of the womb as a as a middle-aged man or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. So as as speed increases or as you know, velocity increases, the uh, your time dilates. So when you do hit that moment of the speed of light. Time now stops. (laughs) Yeah, and for that, so for a since of that particle, time doesn't exist anymore.
1: So for a photon that's being shot out, because I I think that was my question a couple weeks ago. Where do where do photons get their velocity? But so one shoots off at the sun. (laughs) If that was a sentient photon, it would instantly be at Earth like there was no elapsed time. There's no like.
0: Right. Yeah, it's it's totally weird. And so we get photons when the um, an electron goes from one valence shell to another. <laughs> so uh, there's kind of the inner where there's two and then the next one is like four and whatever. And they they don't move gently between the two. They. They are quantum uh, and quantum means distinct uh, value and so there is no between the two valence shells it just instantly is in the next valence shell and as it moves closer to the uh, center of the atom it's going to release energy and as it moves out it's going to absorb energy so if I take a photon and I hit an electron with it or hit the atom with it and it absorbs something that can shed the electron and and uh or move it up a valence shell if a electron moves down it emits a photon and so we see this in leds is we are applying energy and and that is exciting those electrons and giving off photons and so we're converting electricity into, into a f- light okay and a, a, a photon of light is what we perceive in our eyes Weird. but we are seeing that in time like right but the photon doesn't experience that in its existence that's
1: my that's my and I, I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever said this out loud because who would I say it to <laughs> my my controversial theological um, theory Is that because it was all this um, uh, and actually I think we'll talk about it uh, coming in a little bit in in part of our news about free will and you know is everything whatever and what is God does God know our whole life all of that stuff like I don't think God exists in time and everything has already happened so like he's with us as we're going through but since time doesn't exist everything has already happened which means there's both free will of us choosing stuff, but already having a predetermined outcome because yep. it already happened. Yep. So not at all, <laughs> no real theological underpinnings, but it solves a lot of problems in my head because we keep trying to like, give all these human conditions to a being, you know, right. no matter what God you're serving right. exists out of our realm of existence. So,
0: yeah. Um. <clears throat> my, I beginnings of a theory i I do not have this m- f- fleshed out <laughs> right. at all, but you know those uh cubes of like crystal or quartz or they're plastic or whatever they are uh and they have a three d uh impression on the inside mm, mm-hmm. that's cut with lasers basically. yeah That's so they, fascinating they're totally fascinating. I think there's some correlation to our physical existence that is similar to that Mm. in that if you start to really look down at the atomic level, there isn't actually anything physical there. Like it is all energy. And, uh, and, and so what we perceive as something solid isn't, Right? right. It doesn't right. exist. It's it's a concept more than anything else. <laughs> like it really is. Like it, it doesn't have right. tangible anything. Just like the manipulation of a solid object to make it, you know, that clear solid object to make it look like there's something there. If we are in this um, dark matter existence or of this solid framework (laughs) right and all we are is the manipulation of that solidness to express itself in lights or you know objects or physicalness or I, i and i don't I don't know right. if that's well. That'll give me something new to think about
1: while I yeah. disassociate in the shower for forty-five <laughs> minutes every night.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that's so, so fascinating. Uh, before the show, you mentioned uh, me setting up this little rig over yes, here, and I've been trying
1: to not pay attention to what it was.
0: <laughs> so you also mentioned Tim's Vernier, and this is exactly. The next evolution. Yes, of for, Tim's right, for
1: a long, long time listeners of the show, we a long time ago. There's a documentary called Tim's Vermeer, and yeah, uh, we covered that. And basically, it was they were trying to figure out how uh, Vermeer, the painter, was like so incredible, like whatever his technique. But he, <clears throat> I think he didn't have actual schooling or whatever. So they, right. some guy theorized that he set up this mirror thing where he would paint that one. So it would, yeah, we basically re redid that. <clears throat> Yeah. And, and now so, you have a similar setup where there's something over a sheet of paper that you were doodling so there's, doodling there's on. an
0: app that you can use on your phone or your iPad and it's called DaVinci Eye EYE and <clears throat> it uses augmented reality to create that that uh, w- w- what happens is you set an anchor on the paper and the anchor is literally just a scribble onto a rectangle. Okay. So that scribble gets recorded in the app. And so that scribble, if I move this camera at an angle or closer in or further out, or twist it or turn it, this anchor is taped to the paper right. and is always exactly the same. Right. right? And okay. if I move it, I'm screwed. Right. Right. And so as long as that stays taped to the paper. It knows this part is where you're drawing, where I'm drawing, right? And so, so I have took a selfie of us, yeah, and projected that onto the augmented reality onto this. So yeah, you have an iPad
1: on a on a thing that's above a piece of paper, like a tripod, the, yeah, you know, the, holder, an
0: arm, and it's looking down onto the paper, and onto the paper is a uh, slightly uh, translucent but I can change the opacity of the picture of us the selfie of uh-huh. us and now I can zoom in
1: <coughs> and so you see your pencil and your hand above the photo that we took and so you can sketch the image of us using the photo of us through that app and you did about three quarters of my face, which looks like a, it looks like, looks looks like our face. face. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, cool. And so
0: he, you can uh you can use this to kind of sketch out the picture and then fill it in with paint later yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. Like it's it's closest to like a a tracing, tracing. paper. Yeah. Is, is kind of the best way of of doing it. But it uses augmented reality to when you're looking through The screen on the iPad, it's using the camera to show my hand and the pencil and the paper. And it's using the photo superimposed over that so that my eye looking at the iPad sees both and can trace both. But uh, and you can also it's got a feature that allows you to record you drawing it oh cool So you can do a little time lapse a little time lapse so it will look like you did this freehand
1: oh funny right right because it won't show the image in the video it'll just show you drawing like a badass like
0: like i know how to draw (laughs) so so this is one app that they make and the other one i haven't used yet is for making murals and so what, what they have is you have to have two Devices in order to, for this to work, you have one set up on a tripod that can see the whole wall, and has an anchor. So uh, if I'm doing the inside wall of my basement, I would have the iPad on a tripod where it can see the whole thing, including the anchor, so it knows exactly. Yeah. And then I can use my phone in my hand
1: to get close to and get see close
0: what... and and draw very very specific thing. right so, right so then i can go to mid journey and give it dimensions and say show me a mural of mark and todd using <laughs> this reference photo you know skydiving into the portland of the do movies. That. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. and you can you so using mid journey and ai we can generate an image including make it make it um very only use three colors or something like right you can give it a style and a simplicity or a complexity and then um, or like street art style yeah and then using these AI AR apps augmented reality apps I could virtually project that onto the wall and then using my iPhone paint the specifics of the mural and make that happen. Wow. Yeah.
1: That is really cool.
0: So technology is catching up to. We'll have to use that. You'll have to take a picture
1: of that and we'll use that for our thumbnail. There's lots of white space for me to put text. (laughs) So a couple weeks ago, I guess now Jimmy Buffett passed away. Now you are more of a music person than I am. Are like when someone says Jimmy Buffett to you, Does that to me it's like oh he sang the one maybe two songs has the restaurants blah 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 but to you is he like he has a musical
0: (laughs) it's so only because uh, my parents loved Jimmy Buffett okay and it was always playing in our house okay so um, so he's
1: not like a one hit wonder ish thing to you 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 know you're a fan of his entire catalog
0: (laughs) the entire catalog and then when I joined the Navy I had a captain uh, who loved Jimmy Buffett. And so every Friday was Slider's Day where they would make uh, cheeseburgers. And it was also cleanup day called Field Day. So Friday morning, you'd get up. You'd spend four hours cleaning (laughs) uh, your space and spraying all the things. And pretty much on loop would be the song Cheeseburgers in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) And so he played it every Friday. And that was one of the
1: songs where I didn't know if that was like the Simpsons version making fun of (laughs) what a Jimmy Buffett song, because in my head that's what a Jimmy Buffett song is.
0: (laughs) Right. And so Cheeseburgers in Paradise was the Navy song. I could never listen to it again. Oh, that's so funny. uh, But... Uh, yeah, because I
1: guess I was wondering. So I was having a discussion with a friend who, who posted like after he died, you know, about his everyone knows Jimmy Buffett's extensive catalog and importance to music. And I'm like, do they, though? And I was like, well, it could be that it's just me. I'm not much of it. But like, I think for the normal person, they would know.
0: I would say more than handful maybe. his music. I would say he was more important for this weird culture of yeah, because he's uh, like he was like a legit
1: billionaire, I think.
0: Yeah, well, parent heads were like deadheads, deadheads, in in in, uh... except (laughs) boomerier, right? And and (laughs) except for exactly, (laughs) and so you know, my parents had that in their mind of this is a lifestyle a lifestyle okay. i'm gonna wear flip-flops and and okay uh live on the beach and drink margaritas and that's my dream you know that was the dream of the 80s right will, right uh is to be sipping margaritas on the beach listening to
1: interesting Jamie to Buffett. margaritaville on yeah. loop because yeah. yeah that friend was like well i think people know Way more Jimmy Buffett songs than they do Madonna songs. And I was like, well, that can't be true and on any like I know I'm well a little biased, but I mean, honestly, uh,
0: she has like seventy top ten songs totally. <laughs> So that, that's anyway that, that that is quite a statement to make. but yeah. like, um,
1: but speaking speaking of all that, there's a couple of things in that vein. Uh one of the Abba ladies, whose name I don't know, uh, has a Ag- new solo album, Agneta
0: or Frida, maybe. When, when, uh, so Frida had Frida. Jorgen Blaster Anna Fred Lingstad. When when so Frida Lingstad, she had uh, a solo album in the in like 1990 okay i know there's something going on <laughs> is like the only song that came out of it okay. in the united states and uh it, it was massive in germany sure. Right? Sure. <laughs> she was totally huge right. in europe uh and so uh and then uh that's annafred Lyngstad, and then agneta Faltskog is the blonde okay uh, i she, think it's her then. oh yeah if she had a so they did a, uh, they broke up ABBA. These two got together and created an album called The Voices of ABBA. <laughs> Which is terrible. And nothing came out of that album. Legally not ABBA
1: was their name.
0: <laughs> totally. Uh, and so, yeah, I have not heard about Danetta's uh, oh, yeah, album, but I would. I know nothing uh, I about it.
1: But I, I, yeah, I just marked it out. Going back, you, when you said you were talking about flour and you mentioned cl- the brand Clabber Girl, Yeah. I was like, well, what is Clabber? Do you know what Clabber is? Um. Well, I'll tell you it's a type of soured milk. Oh. Because I, I was that, like, what a that. weird that's gotta be something. That's not like a made up term. Right. And so
0: she's clever clever
1: girl. It's my cl- I have that song that my cover girl, which oh. I think the new kid's on the base. She's my clever girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> Um Oh yeah, so so still still on the lady singer tip, uh Taylor Swift is oh, yeah. big in the news. And I her level of fame right now. Is I think something that we haven't seen since Michael Jackson and Madonna of the late 80s. Right. I mean, it is astonishing. And I did wonder, is she just big in the United States or is she a huge international? And I think she is big, really big internationally as well. Yeah. I thought maybe it was just a an America thing. But her, her tour called <clears> Eras or whatever, that kind of looked back at her album. And I was like. A couple years ago, I started noticing people talking about eras, and I think it kind of started with Katy Perry because she had a a terrible flop album or whatever, and so that was her flop era, Okay. and I was like, well, that's interesting. When do we start that? And there's no doubt in my mind that now pop singers, every album have to do some sort of reinvent themselves just like Madonna did. Madonna was the queen of reinvention. And eras, and I was like, well, that's an interesting thing that just popped up. Um, but she did just cement her status as the biggest selling female recording artist of all time by the Guinness Book of World Records. So I think eight four hundred million uh, equivalencies. However, they tally that now with with all that stuff. Um, but still far, far ahead of Taylor and Beyonce and Rihanna is number two. And that's another one was like, well, I probably know maybe a handful if I heard them. Rihanna songs, but yeah, she
0: work 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 work. Oh, okay, I always that, think of that's... umbrellas,
1: which I love that oh, song. Yeah. It's got a great a great little backbeat to it. But, yeah. Um. So the only people who have sold more than her are all dead. <laughs> <It's>, um. <laughs> uh, Elvis, the Beatles, and Michael Jackson, and then her. Well, I guess two oh, of the McCartney's. Beatles are still alive. Yep, yeah, Paul McCartney, <laughs> Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so uh, kudos to that. Wow. Uh, two more things. I heard it on another video that I was watching and it just never occurred to me. Uh, we are in the in the season of bird migration as we are twice twice a year. And it's always been a thing. Oh, they go. They ch- go to the warmer weather. They need to warm up or whatever. And someone pointed out, well, they're not chasing the temperature. They're chasing the f- food supply. And hmm. so it has to go where the food is still alive. And in the winter, that is not the Pacific Northwest. I was like, well, that makes a lot more sense. Right. Because also you just stay where it was warm. Like, why are you coming back? Right. <laughs> so it's like, you still haven't learned. You're making this big trip. Um, but last thing before we get into some other stuff is a thing I want to know from you. You went and saw a movie Called the Creator, I did. And you saw oh, it in it. Screen X, which I didn't really know was a thing until a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, we did not know that either. <laughs> it's the same marketing team that brings <laughs> you to
1: Mark and Todd cast. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> it's a hidden gem of, of a
0: technology <laughs> discussion, and so Screen X is kind of clever. Uh, has some positive and negative. So, so what it is. Uh, it's the widest format that currently exists. And
1: so this is different than like the 4D seats that rumble in it. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing, it's on the screen.
0: It's all only on the screen. And it's only to enhance, not to have actual content. So what happens is if you go to IMAX, you're going to see a big version of the middle of the movie. Sure. Right? And the crop, super middle. Hyped, yeah, super hyped def, all this stuff. But our our eyes are really good at filling in the gaps of peripheral vision. Right. when We're given stuff. And that's why I've got the the colored lights behind my my television. Oh, so okay. the color lights behind my television, I've got a ring of lights and a camera on the top of the television. It looks at the screen takes the average of the colors around the edges and extends those colors behind beyond the the right. screen on the wall behind it. Yeah. And so your brain feels like it has just it more immersive. Like, there's and... more content there, but it's not right. It's, it's just a, a trick. And they, they do this with screen X, except it's actual footage. And uh, it's only during specific scenes. Oh, it's not a hundred percent. So movie. there is
1: a screen on the front, and basically the two walls, then on either two side, walls. are screens.
0: Yep. And so they treat them like screens. There's there's still like the fire alarm and a <laughs> uh, you know a a power jack uh, over right, here. Right. And uh and so they've got other projectors on the tops of the walls to my left and right and those are projecting onto the walls opposite them so that you are getting 270 degrees like it is behind you uh so i tried to show that i took a little video inside the screen and so i look over at nick and then behind nick is part of the content right and so that's wrapping all the way around us and it's only done in the big outdoor cinematic moments otherwise you would get really sick right (laughs) because if you were like in a little room the movement of the of the content around you would be sickening It'd right be like you're in a little so is ball. there
1: is there i guess if it's being projected from straight on there's not that because one of the things that imax does too it's like it just kind of especially if it's a domed one it just warps. distorts and yeah. warps it and it's there like that some, doesn't help
0: there was some warping uh, but none of that content on the sides is important it's right. only filler. so were
1: they clear
0: yep they were they were clear projections okay there was some warping uh towards the very edge sure but it needed to be to like if somebody ran by you uh in in the movie yeah uh you see their the main content in the 16 by 9 in the front and then they they walk by you you see that happen, yeah oh weird and, and that. Getting closer to you, and so the it's a little bit. It's it, like a
1: VR version of yeah. so. So movies must be shot, have to be 100%. shot that way. Yep,
0: and it's. I think it's a four by one scale, like it's okay. four wide and one, one high. Yeah, and so yeah, sixteen by nine, and so it's it's really 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 wide, and this was the first movie to definitively be filmed in that aspect ratio for the best experience within screen X. So I watched the screen X movie. There was an IMAX version at the same theater. And so I snuck into that one after, after watching the, the, the screen X one just to see like what the experience is. And, and it's just a bigger, larger crisper version of the middle screen only. Okay. And they just nothing lop on off the, the sides. Yep.
1: So having done that experiment, did you think it was like, oh, I am missing something without the side there. Not missing something. Yeah. yeah it, it was it, neat it to was, see. And... It
0: was mildly gimmicky. You right. Know, like it but it did enhance the viewing experience for this one movie. And I thought that the movie was really good. Yeah, I was uh, going to ask about it. It's called the Creator. The Creator. And it's uh very it it's an extremely hmm. low budget yeah high ticket movie like it's really well done. yeah it was it, done by
1: Gareth Edwards, and he was the director who did Rogue One, which is a movie I don't like, but looks just incredible yeah. and just iconic, and he's really good at that and so yeah. this is a I believe an eighty million dollar movie about robots or a space and and all of the things yeah. and, it's an
0: alternate reality. it's an alternate timeline of us uh <clears throat> and so basically in our current day and age, if AI had really started being evolved in the nineteen forties and nineteen fifties, and we were where we are now, this is the world that okay. that was shot in. Okay.
1: And yeah, I mean, an eighty uh, an $80 million movie, which sounds like a lot, like these days, that's like a romantic comedy. Totally, like,
0: totally. Uh,
1: things are costing like $400 million to make now. Yeah. And so everybody is <clears throat> freaking out because the movie, and I'm, just from the trailer alone, I'm like, this looks astonishing. And so, Every
0: frame of the movie has CG in it. It and, is, but the, and, and so, it's really well done because it's it has that star Wars look of being gritty and dusty and real and, yeah. and, real and,
1: and so yeah. the way he did it, um, cause everyone's like, well, how did you do this on such a small budget? When like Marvel movies look like <laughs> shit <laughs> and he's like, well, Marvel movies, the script is never locked down. They're still making changes, which means in visual effects, like you start over from scratch and try to do a new thing and you don't have time and blah, blah, blah. The other thing is that he, filmed the entire movie first. Okay. Shot it all in camera, all of that. Once that was done and locked, then he handed over to the special effects people who basically just painted (coughs) over what was existing. And so things are integrated. The CGI is integrated so well that, um, so yeah, it was a fascinating story to hear about how he put that together for that little money. Yeah. And
0: decent story. Wasn't like mind blowing story, but it was a decent story. And the effects were phenomenal. It looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm excited to see that.
1: All right. Are we ready to dig into some things? Sure. All right. Let me. Oh, now I've lost. It's been so long since I've used this. uh, Used my thing. Oh, it's in the miscellaneous pile. Let's all take a breather here. It's nice to be back show <laughs> ha huh. moment ago I ordered peanuts. all right let's head into I, I've been saving news stories for the past I don't know, 12 years that we haven't been doing this podcast so right. lots of them have uh, been dejected down from a full story into our, our world famous Um, and now we have speaking of speaking of not ABBA this is not just the headlines <laughs> Nike Officially abandoned its efforts to reopen its Northeast Portland community store. There is that port, uh store on uh, MLK that they're closing down There was a lot of stories in this last month and a half ever kind of following that REI thing that was like no, no no It's theft and there's like then there's all this stuff that comes out It's like most of the theft is called retail theft being done within the company and not by people from right. without it So it's kind of I, and I can get where they're at why both things may be true Um but yeah, so I guess goodbye to goodbye to that Northeast Portland community store. so all right, do you want to read that next
0: one? Psychic, psychedelic drug MDMA Oops, eases PTSD symptoms in a study that paves the way for possible U.S approval. Dude, everyone's cool. gonna be raving <laughs> on MDMA.
1: <laughs> we want PTSD, but we'll never be able to sleep again. Uh, a Stanford scientist after decades of study concludes. We don't have free will. Now, I would have included mm. the full article to see what it, possibly that could have meant, but it was behind a paywall,
0: so I did not feel like paying <laughs> for it.
1: So, just take our word for it: we don't have free
0: will. So, you don't have to take our our word for it because you don't have free will. <laughs> you have to take our word for it, whether you like it or not. All right. Best Buy will no longer. Oh, right and they sorry, that was the. <laughs> That was the wrong button. They indicted me.
1: It's so. They in, I did everything right and they indicted me. It is such a bad impression me. that, anyway, I meant to hit.
0: An impression of himself. Yeah. Right. That's. that's I get it. That's, that's, actual, that's actually him. Yeah, 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 that's
1: why I said it, it sounds so fake, like somebody <laughs> else is doing a bad thing. But
0: all right. <laughs> Best Buy will no longer carry physical movies in 2024 humanity could lose up to half of future medicines through plant oh. extinctions. <laughs> There is a comma there. It's not even a period.
1: (laughs) That was our oops. That's two headlines smushed together because Best Buy no longer carrying physical movies does not have anything to do with humanity losing half of future medicines through plant extinctions. So I am really bummed about Best Buy. I mean, the last the last literal record that I bought, I was like, I'll just go to Best Buy. And they didn't. Target didn't even have a new thing. Wow. So that just stinks. There's just something about seeing all the new releases and yeah. understanding you don't know who any of them are anymore and having a crisis of, of middle-aged. Uh, all right. Well, Smucker is buying Twinkies Maker Hostess for $5.6 billion with AB dollars. Huh. So Twinkies was, ha- or Hostess itself was having all those problems, and about ten years ago, I think we're discontinuing the Twinkie until there was nationwide <laughs> outcry. Finally, united partisanship. partisanship was no longer a thing. We all just wanted our Twinkies back.
0: So didn't and Hostess bought Zingers, right? Didn't Zinger? Oh, I'm way over oh, Todd. Um, I barely knew. Her. Boy, that took a long time cuz they were, knew her they were <laughs> owned by like Dolly Madison
1: yeah and, and i th- i think I think zingers have been part of hoses for a while, a while but yeah. initially, oh man, I love that that hard frosting that you get on the on the. Oh, it's there's, so good.
0: There's nothing like the sugary wax on a, on a zinger. <laughs> on a zinger. The vanilla and, zingers only, by the way. Yeah, I don't need <laughs> the other
1: one. The other one I always get lured into are the tiger tails, the the raspberry Twinkie <laughs> things, but they have T- coconut, which I hate. And every time I see the color and I can taste the the little middle jelly part, which I love. I uh, love, but then every time I'm like, "Oh, that's right." There's coconut. It's like I, once a year, I'm like, "You know what? I really am what craving a snowball. I want a snowball. I saw a snowball today, and I was like, coconut and chocolate. No, thank you, Terrible. snowball." Um, but like once a year, I'm like, I really have a craving for fish sticks. Just the you know the oily, gross, crispy, disgusting fish it's sticks. The
0: South Park joke. <laughs> Yes, I
1: am Kanye West. <laughs> um, and so I'll get some and get some tartar sauce because I also love that. Or I'll go get like a one of the McFishy Mc sandwiches, whatever they call them at McDonald's. And then halfway through, I'll realize, oh, I'm not craving fish sticks. I'm craving tartar sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: fish sticks are revolting, especially when I have to eat like 12 of them to make my money's worth. Filet-o-fish. filet fish that's yeah. it. But uh, anyway, so Twinkies still be around. And then I wonder if Smucker, if that's one of those things that we all call it Smuckers like Fred Meyer's, even though it's Smucker and Fred Meyer. Hmm. And then I didn't look any further. I because
0: archaeologists discovered. What?
1: Why is no. that taking so long? Okay,
0: <laughs> archaeologists discover two thousand year old biblical site where Jesus <laughs> healed blind man.
1: <laughs> they also found a Sodom and Gomorrah that looked like it got hit by an asteroid, but I didn't hmm. didn't have enough time to dig into that. But yes, the Pool of Siloam, uh, which is that story where the Jesus healed the blind man. <sighs> The delay on this, why is this sound clip 40 minutes long? Oh, it's 40 minutes of teletype. Oh, I'm in the wrong screen
0: that's now. If why. I zoom in on my Google Docs, yeah, does it zoom in for you? No, okay, good.
1: Oh, but that's a good idea
0: because the print is really small.
1: Well, the average time oh. in between story sounder that we came up with our own average parent spends more time on their devices than they <laughs> do with their kids. And if you've ever been around parents, uh, you all know that. And also the same parents that complain about how much time their kids spend on or kids these days spend on their uh, on their devices. I learned it
0: from you, dad. (laughs) Uh,
1: On average, mom and dad's spend nearly five hours a day on electronic devices. Sadly, that's more than. The less than four hours they spend on meaningful activities. Oh, I thought that was going to be that the kids spend. But no, that's with the uh, the meaningful activities with their own children. Um, I mean,
0: that's 80, a nine-hour day right there.
1: That's right. Most parents, 80% own three electronic devices or more, with the majority of their kids, 81%, owning at least two, highlighting the enormous presence of technology in our household. So they mm. never did, unless they just cut it out um Say how much kids do, but it must be less than five hours because that's what parents are
0: doing. So, and next, humanity could lose up to half <laughs> oh. <laughs> of future medicines through planting. Ex- 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 okay, well, that, that one's been around for a while. What is George R.R. R. Martin, John Grisham, among authors suing Chat GPT maker Open AI for copyright infringement? So, yes, yeah, so the big picture here is uh chat gpt needs content in order to learn and so it's basically uh vacuumed up all of the data available publicly on the internet which includes some jackass who uploaded a pdf of you know song of uh, you know song of wind and fire or whatever from George R. R. Martin. Wow, nice I, pull. Yeah. Song
1: of Wind and Fire. <laughs> right? I think That's so. What it is. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and, uh, and so even so, it's copyrighted and it shouldn't be included in uh, it, with without paying for that content asset. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So George R. R. Martin created an asset. Uh, chat GPT is leveraging that asset to know things about dragons and uh stuff and wind (laughs) and wind and ice fire, (laughs) and uh, and so they're suing as they should, honestly. Nice.
1: Uh, we before we move on with our not just the headlines, I found these, um, I, yes, I found these uh, um, flashcards on the desk here that look to be their Italian words. Uh, with their meaning on the back So I have not Okay I have not looked on the back So I don't know what they are I want to see if I can pronounce And guess What these words are, may mean Is
0: this the Italian word On the front Yes Okay So
1: I will read the Italian word And you will tell me How close I get um, La faccia.
0: La faccia.
1: And does that La faccia? Does that mean The face The face <gasps> There we go Okay
0: <clears throat> You can check on the back To oh. check our no, yes. work Face Face
1: Face La fascia Faccia. Faccia. okay.
0: Il maglioni. Um, it's a noun. Let me see. Uh, uh, the G L I is ma- mag maglioni. 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 Yeah.
1: Okay. So what? Uh, uh, oh, that's my guess. Maglioni. <laughs> um, I will. Uh, I will say. As I look on the back sweater sweater. I did not know that. Boy, that doesn't sound like it would have been sweater. Okay, last one. Oh, this one is a, uh, a multi-syllable.
0: multi Oh, yeah, this is a good one. F- f- uh, frigorifero. Frigorifero. <laughs> Il frigorifero. Frigorifero. Yeah. And that means... <laughs> refrigerator.
1: Refrigerator. Il I forgot frigorifero. To guess on that one. Wow, that is as clunky as refrigerator, I guess, when you think about <laughs> totally. that. All right, well, that was our... That was our little break for <laughs> Italian. Well, Netflix plans to open a permanent store in two thousand and twenty five. It'll be the company's first permanent site as
0: it has experimented with pop-up locations the last few years. so i I've read nothing of this except for the headlines.. Okay. The headlines have baffled me. yeah, so what, well, Mike, you have to deal? remember
1: it's. Not just the headlines. So, so um, what's the deal? The deal is, I'm glad you asked, these uh, experiences, they've done some pop-up shows, including The Queen's Ball, A Bridgerton Experience, a show that I have never watched, but every lady on the and, planet Earth. And gay boy. And, okay. <laughs> noted. Uh, had already traveled to multiple cities. Management at Netflix views the business, the new business feature as a way to promote new shows and movies rather than generate revenue. Huh? Media companies traditionally rely on toys, products, and other merchandising to promote. Blah blah blah. Netflix Netflix House will have rotating installments, including ticketed experiences and food and beverages from some of their shows, um, from casual to more high-end offerings. So they must, yeah, just like these experiences, open a longer pop-up shop, but all in one location, and they can keep. Like a museum, I guess, changing the out. Previews?
0: Are we watching previews? Or are we watching a movie Well, like there? if you would Is do like theater? a
1: Stranger Things thing where you can go buy like Stranger Things garbage and like see a wall with some Christmas lights on it or whatever. You can have a, a Demi Gorgon, you know, shake your hand or whatever. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Stranger Things. So I don't know if any of those things are true. But that reminds me of a harbinger. Do we have a harbinger noise? Uh, a harbinger. What would be of... a harbinger noise? I don't. Well, all right. <laughs> I was uh, stopping at 7-Eleven this morning uh, to get my refill on the way to church. And there's uh, outside of the 7-Eleven, there's a little red box like there are in many of them. And there is a, um, a printed out sign on both of them. And I was driving past. I was like, what does that say? And it said... um in a few something like in a few weeks th- there these will no longer red box these this red location will never not be available or whatever and i was like oh that's the first the first, first bird one? dropping huh. in a migration that's going to see fewer and fewer red boxes around and a company that didn't iterate like netflix did to not be stuck where they're at so
0: visit our patreon to contribute to our fund to buy a red box Ooh nice I do have one of the red box That's cases That's what we need That would We be need cool. a red box
1: in our basement <laughs> That would be Have you ever seen the inside of one of those things No It's super cool It's super cool oh, <clears throat> I meant to do this at the beginning of the show But I kept forgetting Nope I have a reveal Oh And I have a reveal of a, of, a, of a t-shirt That I made I'm very Oh I'll show you mine first We have different ones Did you learn ones. how to so sew? I did not learn how to sew I learned how to buy iron-ons And make iron-on <laughs> shirts
0: I, So here is one of my Here is yes. my new shirt Which
1: has one of my favorite pictures Of Madonna Looking like uh, Marlon Brando yep. I guess in A Streetcar Named Desire um, So I made you and Brian A different shirt You guys are getting the same shirt But here is
0: yours yes. <clears throat> And it's a uh, olive drab green. It's olive graduate. Oh, my goodness. This is awesome. <laughs> and so this is uh, Trooper. Dick Curtis. Dick Curtis. Yeah. Um, And he was part of an ad campaign in the 80s uh, for which beer? Uh, oh. uh, Rainier? Schledwein. Yeah? It could have been. Ray- uh, no, Henry Weinhart's Henry Weinhart. Yeah, yeah, beer. yeah, yeah. A Portland beer. And, and, and so the, the commercials. Commercials would have him pulling over a beer truck beer from truck. California to say, where are you going with all Where that are you beer? fellas going with
1: all that beer? And the only reason that we knew about it, he was a big deal kind of before our time in Portland. But Brian ended up finding an album that he put out of songs yeah. called Well Now, because that was his big catchphrase. And so I had Brian it's take a album. picture of the album cover and I cut out Trooper Dick Curtis because uh, I'd watched our old bins episode and we were all like, we should make shirts that have Dick Curtis on him.
0: I love it. And so I this made that. That is cool. like my
1: fourth or fifth. It is, Dick Curtis is a little crooked. Perfect. <laughs> so so uh, yes, par for should. the course, the one I did of this one, my trial one, and I think it's because I bought an iron at, at the bins. And you were supposed to put it to the the hottest with no steam, and so I did that, but I think there's a hottest and then there's a steam setting, which mine was just a dial, so instead of stopping at three, I went to six, and so I did brines, it came out perfectly, and it was all great, and so I set mine up and put it on there, and it immediately, like, the entire iron-on just turned black. (laughs) And I was like, oh, crap. So now I have a shirt identical to this one, except it's just a black, <laughs> black. a blackened husk of an image. Nice. Um, but yeah, they've been, I made one uh, of, of um, Dave from the Not Nerd podcast. Of uh, They use the same and I often use it in, in our thumbnails him flying a drone and it's just a picture of him with a VR head goggle on or whatever and that's in all the thumbnails so I have a shirt of just Dave uh, (laughs) doing that so this
0: is great thank you very much you are
1: welcome yes well let's move on Uh, state sues states sue meta claiming its social platforms are addictive and harm children's mental health so there are 33 states doing this including California and New York uh, are suing Meta Platforms Inc., which owns, of course, Facebook and uh, Instagram, and what else do they own?
0: Are those the two big? Those are the two big ones. They also ones. own Oculus, which oh, is right, the VR right, right. headset. Right. So those are the main main three drivers. Okay. Yeah.
1: They're, they're suing Meta for har, uh, harming young people and contributing to the youth mental health crisis. By knowingly and deliberately designing features on Instagram and Facebook that addict children, which is an interesting way to use addict, uh, addict children to its platforms. So basically, and I think that came out a couple of years ago or yeah. whatever, where they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're just screwing people over for fun or whatever Facebook yeah, was doing. And,
0: and this is one of the fallouts of having a purely capitalist framework for our society is like. The buck is... What's the, profitable
1: may not be <laughs> the best thing best to do. for,
0: for humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: That yeah. reminds me of seeing addict used as a verb there, right? Yeah. That, that to, addict children to his plasma. So that's one of those words where if you put the emphasis on the beginning, addict, then it's a verb... If you do addict, it is a noun or whatever something else. Yeah, Um, but there's. I am an
0: addict, and you got me to
1: addict myself to. I I
0: addict myself to. I don't know (laughs) something. (laughs) I am an actress. All right.
1: Uh, well, Microsoft lobotomizes Bing's image generating. Aid. Oh yes, there are those. Have you been finding? I found a nice yes, um, yes Nick <laughs> adult <laughs> set of cards, which. Um, <laughs> It's called hairy chest. I found them at the bins. It's a deck of cards called hairy chested men, which I thought were just sort of like beefcake photos of like, because the guy on the cover of the box or whatever is just like in a denim shirt with it opened or whatever, but they are graphic. Nothing to the, Uh,
0: okay. We're also going to talk about about something else that I I just remember thinking of this. Um, Yeah. So these are cards. We thought that they would just be hairy chested men. Uh, They are fully nude. Fully erect men, uh, they are straight up porn, <coughs> solo porn. So, um, will be gay. yes. <laughs> so, we've been mesmerized. Well, <laughs> hold on. There's, there's been two incidents that you and I have talked about where uh, nudity is hilarious. Okay. And so the the movie. That uh, we we referenced a movie which was with Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence yeah, called um, um, right No Heart Feelings. Okay, and the other one was the TV show The Righteous Gemstones, and both of them use nudity to hilarity and, and i would say amazing. borat did that borat absolutely 100 percent, yeah. same thing you, you know where it's just so uncomfortable because it's shocking so, so shocking like, like
1: it's because it, it's nudity in a context that really needs the opposite of nudity like in borat it's a fight
0: right and which is in the righteous Justice oh yeah and, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah and, that too. and, and, and the other that's way, right they're all fight scenes in the nude which is hilarious <clears throat> and so there is an hbo show that's a dating show <laughs> that's um i think i've heard of this where it, they're just all naked it's naked so so the host is there and she introduces the the contestant and it's one person and he or she now had there's seven boxes in front of them on stage and Inside those boxes, which are initially uh, opaque and you can't see inside, are humans (laughs) that are fully naked. And so... Stripped of their dignity and put on national television. And so uh, the first step is, all right, raise the boxes up to the waist. And so they raise the boxes up to the waist. And now you get to look at their their junk and their legs, right? And... (laughs) And so it's like, well, that one's got a lot of foreskin, and oh, that so one is uh, that those labia are pretty, That's... you know, and it's just, <laughs> and and they can hear <laughs> you; they're right there. Yeah, I don't know what's vulnerable. To... vulnerable, vulnerable. People are um, oh. Wow! So, so um, that is a nightmare. It is, and it's fascinating. Uh, not just the new titillation part, or new titillation. whatever. It's fascinating how. You know, all of the other uh, dating programs are like, um, f- a love at first sight or whatever, where yeah. where you don't get to see the oh, human. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, you just have these interviews, and then uh, you get married. Choose them before- for their personality right, or, whatever. or whatever. And this was like, no, this was like. <laughs> we don't know anything about their personality we just know they have a big dick uh, and that's enough for us uh and so they go through phases and every episode is uh, a different mix of types of people and and everything but so
1: it's not like a season long you're following along no, it's no, an no, no, episodic no. okay
0: two episodes per you know two events per episode okay so um and it's all mixed Gay and straight, but you know, there's some episodes yeah. that are I'm a straight woman looking for a man, right? Uh, there's one that's just all trans and and, yeah. and all different body types. Uh, it's not all just hot looking people, it's all body types, and uh, it really just deconstructs physicality, right? It's British, uh, oh, it's not okay, American. it's fully British. I don't know why that's ex- <laughs> I know, more classy. Oh, so it's classy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um,
1: That is fascinating because I mean, if you are, uh, it's uh, called naked attraction. Naked attraction, okay.
0: And and so we thought like, oh, they'll they'll maybe have a butt shot every (laughs) once. No, no, no. There are close ups, full, full, everything, (laughs) all the time. You get to see all the parts. Wow, but that yeah. So they reveal part of the part of the six or seven people, and then when they get. Uh, so they learn a little bit more about each each other. Oh, now we see their face. Now, uh, and each step they have to eliminate one person. Okay. And so I've seen their dicks. I'm now that person's out. <laughs> now I've seen their chest. That person's out. Now I see their face. That person's out. Now I get to hear their voice. And after I hear their voice, we're down to two people that I have to choose from. Now I take off my clothes and show them before I choose the other to It's right? tit for tat. It's tit for tat.
1: And they start Unveiling at the feet, not at the head or face. Yeah, just so mean. Yeah, the
0: first step is up to the waist. And so the first step is their genitals. There's a
1: show, uh, there's a YouTube channel. Cody Co has a big YouTube channel and he does reaction videos to Mm. um, a show called um, The Button which is on some website or some weird channel, but it's basically speed dating and there's a button in the middle. And when that oh, button yeah. lights up, if you hit it or whatever. And every time I'm like, this is going to be so lame, but it is so like funny sometimes. And so <laughs> awkward sometimes because like someone will give one of their personal fears or whatever. And the other person will just be like, ah! <laughs> rejected.
0: And, yeah. And there's, there's no need for explanation or anything. It's, yeah. They hit the button, and you're out of there. Yeah. Right? Oh my
1: gosh, how, how awful. terrible! Well, let's get back to um, <laughs> Microsoft Bing of all things. <laughs> uh, so it, was, it unveiled its uh, integrated Dolly three power image generating image generating AI, which is integrated into Bing's, Bing's platform. Uh, and so everyone, of course, on the Internet tested the guardrails of, of what they did, and they they ended up, um, as it turns out, the guardrails were incredibly ineffective, with users quickly realizing they were about to uh, be able to generate problematic, copyright infringement-laden AI generations of beloved cartoon characters like Mickey Mouse doing things like wearing a bomb-covered vest and perpetuating 9 11 and if you scroll down there just for a little bit more, <laughs> you will see the image, which will oh sadly not be our show image, but it is a happy as a clam Mickey Mouse uh, holding a gun, uh, <laughs> flying into, in the cockpit of a plane that is I'm um, going to be flying into the one Towers. So after that, having been done, um, they kind of lobotomized it, as it said they block certain keywords like 9/11 and Twin Towers. Um, but workarounds were surprisingly easy rather than typing out Mickey Mouse flying a plane into the Twin Towers. For example, you can simply type Mickey Mouse sitting in the cockpit of a plane flying towards two tall skyscrapers and then it would just do it. So <laughs> back to the drawing board with uh, Bing once again.
0: So once you take the next one, a lender forecloses on Montgomery Park, Portland's third largest office building. Have you ever been in Montgomery Park? <sighs> I don't think so but maybe once Has seen in extraordinary measures Maybe that's where I've seen it yeah.
1: I think you're right yeah. I was like I've been in the lobby but like Oddly that's up on top of a crane looking down On the people coming in the door Brendan
0: Fraser being boring in In the movie uh, extraordinary measures With uh, Harrison Ford And um yeah, it's it's huge. It's beautiful. Uh, the Adidas company stores there and I've I've had a pass there and that's the only reason I've been inside. OK.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to start speeding this up. We have we have so much and I have a heart out here in a little bit. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's the first wildlife crossing coming over I-5 near Siskiyou Summit, which I'm not sure where that is, but somewhere on I-5, um, one of those animal animal overpasses oh, things. Nice. Um, a NASA astronaut, Frank Rubio, came back to Earth after being stuck in space for a year, uh, setting the record for how long uh, someone from the United States was in in space. It was two weeks longer than the last guy, but... Um, was a bunch of kerfuffle, and he kind of got stuck uh, stuck in there for over a year. Oops. Uh, Russia still is at four hundred and thirty-seven days, while this guy uh, was three hundred and seventy-one. So they they <laughs> banish their enemies to the space station for I wonder, a couple of years.
0: I wonder how because your body tends to elongate when you're in space because there's no gravity compressing. Right, uh, right. So he's of... taller
1: and younger because time <laughs> is different there. I forget. He was yeah. moving the speed of a photon.
0: <laughs> exactly. So he was traveling uh, faster than we were. And so his time slowed down. Oh, uh, wow. uh, you know, by That's what rich people do in the future. They'll just
1: orbit Earth for a couple of years to shave off some like, time.
0: Like uh, in the movie Superman. To okay, in. where he flew backwards. Flew backwards. <laughs> time went
1: <laughs> reverse. Time. Um, the an Idaho sheriff won't return library books that he thinks are obscene. Um, uh, at the end of the article, he says he's very clear that he does not want these books in the library, and says this has nothing to do with banning books. It has nothing to do with restricting books.
0: I just don't want other people to. see I just don't me. want them
1: available to anyone. It has nothing to do with restricting them. <laughs> Uh, Southern California city Becomes the first in the nation to recognize The legal rights of non-human Animals so the city of Oh hi Mark. Oh, oh, oh hi, oh, hi. <laughs> The city yes. of Oh hi
0: Mark uh, yeah.
1: Is the first city to recognize the legal human rights And then it just launches into this quote It's indisputable that elephants suffer It's like well what Where was the connective tissue to Oh hi, Which is I in the middle be, of <laughs> the know. desert so this is all about elephants and how they get sad when they're trapped in zoos or mm. uh, circuses. So they have passed a passive thing that um, they are for elephants and non-human animal rights. We are proud to support this first of a kind ordinance uh, in Ohio, which is most of the reason I picked that article.
0: I mean, there's only 7,500 people in Ohio. <laughs> I, it, and how many no elephants? Zoo. I mean, no zoo.
1: <laughs> they're just like rotten with elephants <laughs> running around everywhere. So, yeah, I couldn't figure out the Ohio Connection, hmm. which is the name of my folk album, <laughs> the Ohio Connection. Costco says it's one ounce Gars. Uh, 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 <sighs> one ounce. One ounce Gold, gold bar. Bars. Are selling out fast and if you didn't know that Costco sold gold bars as I did not it doesn't matter because they're selling out fast um, we load them on site and typically they're gone we limit two per member and you can get them for uh, if your brand is from Rand refinery it'll run you nineteen thousand forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents but in what did I say hundred and
0: forty nine. sorry yes one thousand
1: nine hundred forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents or from the fancier Pomp Suisse it's $1,979.99. So it is, it is $50 more, $30 more there. Easy.
0: They're about two grand.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you could also get 2% cash back on that, purpose, uh, uh, on that purchase, by the way. So gold is only worth $1,919 uh, in the first place. So weird. It would kind of be cool to have a gold bar, but yeah. I don't know if I can swing that much.
0: Did I tell you about that time that I won ten thousand dollars in gold bars? No, what?
1: What? <laughs> so was... the story about about a robotics <laughs> company coming to
0: Salem. So there was, uh, do you remember the program StumbleUpon? And so yeah, st- yeah, StumbleUpon uh, landed me on a webpage that was a um, a contest for cracking a safe, and they <clears throat> you had to take their clues and come up with the five. Sets of numbers to crack the safe, okay, and uh, they had the clues all out by that time and they made the mistake uh, <laughs> for me at least uh, of Publishing all the previous guesses. So I took <laughs> I Scraped all the previous guesses feel like that on quiz show <laughs> in the 50s. I put them all into a database uh, And took the clues that we did know and narrowed it down and there were 16 possible guesses that could and so you could guess four times per twitter account <laughs> and so i i guessed times. on mine mine four times and the the fifth guess was correct on my on my friend's twitter account and so um, <clears throat> got the gold bars and a laptop he, wow when he, was this this was in uh, 2010 uh, <laughs> so I took the ten thousand dollars instead of the gold bars because that was our down payment to go to Italy. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I gave my friend the laptop for letting me use the Twitter account. Nice. Did you? See, so, so you
1: didn't even see the gold? bar? I, I probably I would have done the, the same bars. thing because yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense to have a gold bar <laughs> if you need money. Yeah. I wonder if you could just go to the bank. Could you go in a bank with a gold bar and be like, "Here's go- oh, here's gold a gold bar." bar.
0: I don't know. I'd I don't know. doubt
1: it. I guess I'll never be able to try that. Well, Lloyd Center owners reveal a plan to redevelop the mall. So there's been all these rumors about what's going to happen to it. And part of it was a baseball stadium, which would have been terrible. But it is going to transform Lloyd Center into a mixed-use neighborhood development. The 29 acres will include housing, shopping, entertainment venues, and preserve the mall's centerpiece ice rink, or some version of it. The... Reimagined layout of the site will include new roadways that connect to Portland Street Grid. So, yeah, you can think of where those roads right now end at Lloyd Center. They go through, uh, at least over time, they hope to do that. Um, but don't forget, they say, wiping the sweat after about, the mall is not closing now. Please come. There are 120 tenants, which seems crazy. Um, we've renewed 90% of their extending tenants in the mall, and we're continuing to talk to new ones. So,. But from what I see, the different pictures, it's a dead zone. It's in a ghost law. town. Yeah, yep. it's so wild. <clears throat> um, it's a longer article that we don't have time now. But California,
0: vulnerable. vulnerable. California
1: lawmakers pass bill to make it easier to delete online personal data. So it's kind of a one-click thing. That um, and if somebody does buy your data, they have like thirty days to do it, or forty-five days to do it. Then they have to delete it all again. Um companies are complaining that it's going to hurt blah 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 whatever but um at least a step in a direction that we need to think about i don't know if that specific thing is the exact right way to go about it um because there's some security issues like uh, people that do need to verify like an online banking thing does need to verify your information somehow and a lot of that is done to that personal data so we will see um kroger says no Fred Meyer stores to be sold to win the merger. So there's all this stuff with Kroger and Albertsons. They're selling more than 400 stores, at least 49 stores in Oregon to a different company called C&S Wholesale Grocers, which is based in New Hampshire. Um, They said the Fred Meyer retail network will still remain intact. Um, QFCs might see some um, uh, stores sold off, but they say right now, that it is not uh, That same company Owns a, uh, Still owns Piggly Wiggly Which is one of those things Like Waffle House That I really want to go to Just because I've only Heard about it
0: You know that there Was a Piggly Wiggly In Portland for Oh wow a So where the current Music millennium On uh, yeah. Burnside yeah. Is That used to be Piggly Wiggly Oh
1: wow Oh that's something I didn't know the Market Podcast: Historic Janssen Beach Carousel finds new home in the Dalles. This, yeah. So it's going to be expensive to restore—about four million dollars—and it needs an entire building. But they are going with the National Neon Sign Museum, which I did not know existed in it the Dalles. Did not either. Uh, it's a pretty high traffic area, about an I-84. There are cruise ships that dock four blocks from the museum. It gets a lot of foot traffic. The museum already owns lands to or owns land to build a pavilion for the carousel. Um, and it has the necessary infrastructure and a functioning workshop. They uh, Part of the museum's mission is to restore vintage signs. They have painting and gold leaf already in place there, which is kind of unheard of, and they have space for it as well. Um, so you can watch them restore it, uh, all the hand-carved horses um, but they won't be able to ride it for at least a few years. They have to build the pavilion and put the whole thing together. The carousel currently stored in an undisclosed warehouse in North Portland next to the stag statue, no doubt. It weighs appro- <laughs> uh, approximately two, 20 tons Uh, It was fully restored in 1995, which was already 17 years ago, good grief, of heavy use and over a decade in storage. It requires cleaning, repainting, and significant repairs. So that Neon Sign Museum is one of the largest collections of neon storefront signs in the world. Um, They have a huge one in Worthington, Minnesota, which is the little town my um, brother and sister-in-law, but they're all car signs and he has all the vintage things too, but we took a tour of that. It was just so cool. Um, well we're gonna skip because I need to wrap up so we won't be able to hear about the Wilsonville grid battery company that's gonna do a major test in Sacramento for something called smud which is the Sacramento municipal <laughs> utility district uh, this story about a black hole observed quote snacking on a Sun like star instead of just swallowing it all at once but it I don't know why they were so surprised because if you think about a star that's orbiting, part right. of it sluices off before the whole thing. Jump. Jump. So they seem surprised by that for some reason. Maybe <laughs> should I should I should write an article on why they're surprised. And finally, Mark, you can read. Uh, we have our, our feel-good stories at the end. So why don't you take that first one?
0: The yoga class in corpse pose was mistaken for a ritual mass killing. Yes, <laughs> yes. somebody called the police on all
1: these people. Oops. Doing the corpse pose, which I believe is just your face down. Mm looking dead. wearing wearing purple sneakers or whatever that one <laughs> dough for, his for name was. Take
0: some, drink you know uh, eat some pudding and then she lay... on uh,
1: and finally the feeliest good story do you remember that rowan county clerk kim davis who refused to marry people I because of whatever her reason in my to... face in my head right now yes uh, well she now owns that couple a hundred thousand dollars in damages so. yay we did it, Mark!
0: Yay! We did
1: most of it. <clears throat> it was good to be back. I'm very excited about your your drawing, your uh, tracing thing, which yeah. is super cool. What super a fun, fun thing! What a fun thing to try out. Next week we will be back two weeks in a row. Next week are doing Portland at the movies, our Halloween version, and we are doing it with some people from the Scariest Things podcast, which is uh, two uh, two guys we met a couple years ago uh, at one of the conventions that we were at with with the Unipiper, and they do a horror and uh, a horror podcast. So we are teaming with them to do the movie Green Room.
0: Nice. Have you ever
1: seen Green Room? I Mark. have not. I watched it last night. I will not say one way or the other what it was like because I went in blind, which was always fun. So um, it is on HBO Max. So finally, cool. finally, a movie we can we watch. watch that's <laughs> not on Tubi or on the dark web. Uh, so check that out. We'll uh, have that out next week. Um, other than that, do we have anything to play people out with? Anything at all? I don't well, we'll just go with this completely new and original sound uh, bite that I found uh, just by myself. Bye. the